the whole cottage industry of like, I don't know. I mean, it's always been it. It's with everything of like, you know, telling you how to succeed at this business. And it's like, but uh, I don't know. Mm hmm. Middlemen on middlemen on middlemen. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. Everybody just selling you somebody else's shit. Yeah, We're all trying to get no? that last 5% of the pie. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're scrounging here. Scrounging uh, here at the bottom while Jeff Bezos is blasting off in outer space. Oh, I forgot I forgot where I heard it. But if someone was like, instead of like stop it, trying to bleed water from a stone, they're like, uh-huh. what if we just tried even harder to bleed an, <laughs> e- an infinitesimally smaller amount of water from this stone? Yeah. Uh, so only, keep grinding, Only way baby. to do it. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolary. Hey folks. And we are back as always to talk about some video games and this week we've all been pretty darn busy. I just started up a new job myself, just had my third day of training today, so I'm yes, pretty uh, pretty spent, pretty wiped, but uh, yeah, it's been a little while so I'm happy to be back at that, but uh, yeah, we've all been kind of chipping away. Like I said, we've all been pretty busy with work and yeah. stuff lately, so we've kind of been chipping away at some stuff that we've talked about in the past. So it'll be a little more conversational this week, but uh, yeah, why don't we kick it over to uh, John first for some of the stuff that you've been playing and then we'll kind of veer off into some conversation from that. I'm sure yeah. as well. Uh, so I want to start mine off with a disclaimer. This is not an endorsement of this game and I am in <laughs> no way telling anyone to go out and play it unless you already are playing it and are in a healthy relationship with uh, with free to play games. Free to play games how that goes. Is that a possibility? Uh, <laughs> I've I've actually been doing pretty well. I don't yeah. think I've spent money on this game in year or more. Wow, um, which has been nice. Uh, but and I'm, when you did spend money, it was like minimal, like just little. Like yeah, purchase. like, like the, you didn't. Sp- you weren't spending for like pass. a year. Yeah, yeah, whatever. right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Definitely have spent. I would say under the cost of like a triple A game. Wow. But okay. More than a uh, indie game. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Is, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm uh, talking about Genshin Impact, uh, which at the time of recording is they just released their newest patch, which is 4.0 Fontaine, which is the Hydro uh, country. And it is a patch that has been in the works uh and has been the focus of the good god i can't speak right now <laughs> anyway it's too um, early for this yeah it is too early fresh for start this. fresh oh start or eh, whatever who cares anyway i, I don't rolling. care let's i don't care rolling. enough let's about this game to give it yeah, it's, genshin impact. <laughs> it's genshin impact um but yeah the the main draw of this update has been that because it's the hydro country of Fontaine, which is based on the Mediterranean, it's a, an amalgamation of Italy, France, and Spain all in one. Mm. And okay. it's 
it's actually really beautiful and great uh, in terms of like aesthetics. But a huge part of it is that there's a lot of underwater travel in this. In yeah, like, maybe. you could swim in like the game before, and like you had a stamina wheel, so like you couldn't be swimming forever because then your character would just drown, and then it would be an automatic respawn at like the point where you left. And then there was the uh, country Inazuma, which is an island country, and you had to get a boat that would take you from area to area. So they've always had like incorporated like water travel in the, into the game but this is the first time that they're like okay in this country because it's the power of hydro is everywhere and like all of the people who live here and are born here have the power of hydro in them like you can swim forever and you can dive underwater and have limitless air so Heck like yeah. it really did like completely change and revamp how you interact with the environment and they added entire areas that like they there's now like depth levels which is very similar to tears of the kingdom in terms of map where like because even in the previous uh, update like they had a lot of underground areas but the map didn't change so it was just like impossible to navigate but now they retroactively added in a lower level maps for those areas so i'm excited to actually go back and be able to find my way around those areas but the main focus is this like underwater like combat travel mechanic and it really we had been talking on the podcast about tears of the kingdom and how Mm -hmm. like movement in 3d space just is extremely satisfying in that game. And I want more than anything after like playing this update for a few days is like, people need to be ripping this off and doing it and blowing it up into like their own games. Like I want more people to be making like actual underwater levels and not just like, or underwater games and not necessarily have it be like in other waters where it's a lot of like, you know, slow, deliberate, like exploration and you are constrained by like like, even like Subnautica mm -hmm. or something like that. That were like that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like mysterious. They're almost like horror games in their own, in like a way, like mysterious, like what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but they're like kind of empty and there's not, you're kind of more exploring the, the emptiness i guess or whatever you know and like really i was really hard pressed to try to think of like a game that like gives you full control because so much of like what water levels is like either a slowing down or reducing of your controls that you'd have like on land or something so like obviously i'm thinking of like all the mario games and their mario the water levels and like how that changes how platforming works or like even thinking of like in Star Fox, how they have an underwater level yeah. that like just really is a, a different control scheme for the same like on rails shooting, but like not have it be like the landmaster levels. It's like right. what is that? Is it the blue? I don't oh remember. god! I was gonna say I don't know if I've ever taken that path because I don't think it, I've ever boy, played it, it underwater stages. on that level too. Oh uh, it, yeah, yeah. It but it's bad. so dark. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, it's it's it a great cool. level. But it's there's yeah. only one underwater level in Star Fox sixty four. Yep, <laughs> it's, it's on the but left. Yeah, path. it's like the, yeah. all underwater levels seem to be like gimmicks or like mm-hmm. very restrictive. And like this is the first one that I felt like empowered or something like mm-hmm. you have total control in 3d space and like you're floating like you don't you you can 
stay still in like a point in space and then okay. move your camera 360 or whatever a sphere like uh all around Full you rotation, so you can have it yeah. like loop completely under you or over you and like recenter and then you always have an ascend and a descend button and then an accelerate but then it removes your control to attack like you would on land and replaces it with like an auto aim like water attack so like think of like i don't know like a, a Usually it's like a lightning attack is like the thing that when anytime you have like an auto aim like attack, I'm thinking of like Wizard of Legend or yeah, like in Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like where it kind of chains into other enemies. Yeah. Or yeah. If it like, yeah. Yeah. But then like you can encounter other enemies and like those like if you defeat those enemies or hit them with your attack, then you get a different secondary attack. And so one of them gives you a shield. One of them sends out like uh, sonar like projectiles and another one sends out like a like blade projectile and like it's a lot of really good mechanics that i wish was in a game that wasn't genshin impact like i really want someone other than mihoyo to do this type of like gameplay experience and like it's incredible like i love the way that it feels to move around in this space and like Ah, uh, it's it's really yeah, you fun. Were saying it was like almost like kind of like tank controls, and that kind of had my yeah. piqued my interest a little bit because I I do like because it's interesting because the way you're saying you kind of stay stationary and then until you're like moving or whatever. I was trying to I couldn't think of any specific, but I know I've played some like two D indie games recently, and maybe even retro games too. But where you're like even even in side scrolling form, your character just kind of stays there, and you're just literally kind of pressing up, down, left, or right to just kind of like steer your character. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, in Mario, you're kind of more, or Donkey Kong Country or whatever, you're kind of like feathering yeah. the jump button to kind right. of stay afloat, and it's all about like Unless you got the how frog suit how hard you're holding it down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, see that? Yeah, the frog suit kind of controls yeah. like I was trying to describe, like where you can just kind of steer yourself underwater, yep. like almost like you're just controlling like a top down character at that point. Yeah. You know, and just, moves, just steering up, down, left, right. And that that is a re- I've come to really enjoy that where I used to like think like water levels. Oh, that sucks. Where I've like I've now played quite a few games where like, you know, I can't say that they're generally my favorite part of the game, but I've definitely played some cool games that incorporate that in a cool way. And I do like when it is more than just like. Let's just slow down the pace a little bit and, you know, just throw some throw make a it twist, a low gravity right. platformer. Like, exactly. Right. Even in like old Mega Man games, like it literally just makes you run slow and jump really high. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even swim, <laughs> yep. you know. So it's like there's a lot of twists. So I like the idea of like, yeah, taking a full 3D approach or 2D and like but giving you kind of more. I don't know. I like underwater games because I'm kind Me of afraid too. of <laughs> beneath the ocean myself. I'm never getting a submarine. So <laughs> and that, that's kind of the thing that I like about it is that like even in games where I feel like you have more mobility, like in Mario, where it's still like a fun, like tactile, the 3D Marios in particular, like I'm okay. thinking like Sunshine and like the eel like level, but that's like yeah. a single thing. It's not really a main gameplay mechanic, but you have your like air, uh, meter or bar health bar or whatever and like so there's always like a stress to like continue to like you know move to pockets of air or stuff so like being in a game where it's like no i can just be down here as long as i want and take my time and explore and 
kind of have full mobility. Like, I, I don't want to overplay how good this controls. Like, there's still, like, a lot of weird positioning jank, and, like, there's plenty of times where you'll move up to an object that you think you can interact with, and you're either, like, posi- positioned just too high or too low or too <laughs> whatever that, like, yeah. there's still a little finessing that, like... it. But for the most part, this is one of the best, like underwater controlling games that like still gives you a feeling of freedom and exploration and not necessarily like that level of stress that typically comes with underwater games yeah that's That's i think that's a great point too because yeah it it is either like that like mario style just slow down the pace or mario 3d style like put the pressure on like yeah you're running out of air you got to get to those pockets and that does actually even make me think of like how much like it's only rarely in the game, but like I did love like in Mario when you would find one of those like green Koopa shells yes. in one of the oh, underwater yeah. stages in like Mario Galaxy or whatever. Yeah, and you could just kind of like steer it and kind of like just pilot it and it had that like headlamp on the front. Want. Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like that even felt so cool. And I I remember thinking like oh I wish they had more of this or even like those manta ray stages in Mario Galaxy where you're like riding around those water planets like ah oh, there was mm-hmm. there was some really cool stuff yeah so i as much as like i feel like it's a common thing like we were talking about earlier in the discord or whatever like water levels are the worst or randall i think you brought that mm-hmm. up that's just kind of like the thing you know and i don't know there's some cool stuff to be had there there's a lot of potential yeah hey at I least really this comes that. from the big budget company that then there's a lot of eyeballs on this as an example of right, how to right. do it right so that's a positive and I, I hope to God that it gets ripped off, like, so much. Because, like, I also really appreciate that this comes, like, right after Tears of the Kingdom. Because, like, yeah. the whole thing was that Genshin, like, originally came out as kind of a Breath of the Wild shameless ripoff. Sure. And, yeah. like, the fact that this is something completely different than Tears of the Kingdom, I'm like, thank God. One, and two, like, now other people need to rip this off. Like, <laughs> Genshin has made its, like, b- money off of, like, ripping off every other sh- sub-genre and, like, mini-game or event. Yeah, so incorporating I, it in there. I would yeah. love for someone else to take this and run with it. Nice. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Alright, well, why don't we uh, kick it over to Randall here for, uh, I think, the first of us to dip into our resolution yep. game? Or did you, our, I was gonna say, did you dip into yours yet, nope. John? I don't think so, so... <laughs> Why don't we veer into that? Yeah, I was looking at the calendar and like, this has got to happen. And like, Tears of the Kingdom is like, it's just, it's so open-ended. I'm like, I'm just going to play this for eternity. But then basketball's coming out in a freaking month. So like, I know myself. (laughs) I've I've, I've seen you on the NBA 2K, even on the Switch. I'm like, what's Randall doing, man? I'm wasting my time. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, when work's stressful, that's what you fire up. You know, the game that you just know everything about it. You're just like, I just want to turn my brain off yep like tap into the lizard brain and push the buttons yep Yep. manage my team (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm not even team managing i'm mostly just going into like uh like quick play of either like WNBA or nba game just like yeah it's let's just do that for uh for you know 20 minutes yeah nice just they're just doing like exhibition games and yeah on switch which is just it's a little bit rough transition going from yeah that switch yeah. version to the to the next gen version where they're actually putting their time and resources but yay the, bet, the rosters yeah, yeah. are updated at least so you know that's something 
Nice. Um, all that to say, though, is I have this window, very short window of time, like, man, I got to play my resolution game. Maybe I can knock it out within this little time frame and or at least get a good handle on it, you know. And my resolution game was Dungeons and Doom Nights. It's an NES homebrew. The thought being, it's not even like this particular game was like, oh, my God, I have to play this particular game. It was more like, hey, I got this like analog nt mini i'm not playing this like hardly at all and it's this awesome system i have all of these homebrew games let alone the actual nes games like i just want to get back into doing that and like this was just one of the more flagship examples and more recent homebrew purchases i'm like well yeah why not let me just plant my flag there you know force myself to do it right yeah 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 so, you know, and I it's got a, you know, gold cartridge or whatever. That's fun. It costs too much money. But, you know, that was old me that did that. So it's in my hands now anyway. Um, right, right. It's, you know, it's kind of like it's got a little bit of Zelda inspiration, a little bit of like old school, a little bit of old school Metroid inspiration. Um, okay. It's 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 good. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. Um Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I thought I, you know, and, and this is me, I'm trying to grade on a curve. I'm not trying to compare this to Tears of the Kingdom or any like modern thing. I'm trying to hold it reasonably within its own context of being an 8-bit thing, but with, you know, a little bit of modern sensibilities and, you know, because it was developed and released in 2022, right? So mm-hmm. Right, right. But still using the, you know, original retro hardware yes. to run the thing, you know. Runs so, yeah. on an NES. Like, that's the whole point. So right, right. Do you um, know how big the like cartridge is in terms of like file question. size? I know they actually have the save battery on it, so I give them credit for that. Ooh, like if they really wanted okay. to cheap out, they could have just not done that and done a password system and called it retro. But yeah, they, yeah. they didn't do that, which is good. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I you know I see that it's you know I put probably a couple hours into it and you know and I'm just yeah I'm like this is fine. I'm gonna see this thing through. I already bought it. But, you know, there's just like weird. It doesn't feel like there's that final level of polish on it necessarily. And it seems like in looking at it now in retrospect, in preparation to talk about it, I'm like, oh, they made it in this NES maker, which is like it's cool that those tools are available. But it also means that maybe there are some limitations as to how much they could do to customize the experience. Like you can't pause, which is like, uh, OK, Interesting. Um, OK, um, the the. The music is like it's good, interesting, but it gets kind of repetitive and Mm -hmm. like different examples of that have come up. And again, I understand limited space, you know, limited audio capabilities. But, you know, something like the original Legend of Zelda overworld music is not that big of a loop, but I've never been sick of that music. Whereas, you know, so it's. There's, there's, you know, that sort of thing in play, and I know I'm comparing a masterpiece to a <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest <laughs> but, games ever made. Yeah. But to be fair, there, are, there are definitely some modern homebrew things, like you know, and, and I, I don't think the soundtrack is necessarily a standout example in this game, but like Micro Mages oh that God. we've talked about in the past on the podcast, like it, it is on Steam and you can buy it. And if you, if nobody told you it was an NES yeah. game, you know, you would just think, okay, this it's is a retro game with inspired, a retro aesthetic, right? done deal arcade game and you wouldn't think anything of it that was a it, top but three game runs. for me that year like if right in, right i would and i would that, hold to that still like yeah, that game and, rules and that developer is incredible Morph yeah they have ne- never missed yeah they have never missed and yeah they're yeah so there are homebrew games that 
you know, live up to those retro standards and even outshine some of those, yes. retro, you know, masterpiece examples. Oh, totally. Know, so. Yeah. I think uh, there's a lot of homebrew stuff that gets released that I think easily outshines what was released then, like taking off the nostalgia yeah. goggles. No doubt about it. Exactly, and I guess yeah. maybe that's what I expected here. And I just didn't quite get that, you know, um, there's a lot of ret. They call it even retro humor. And, mm, uh, okay. That's a bit grating. Uh, You know, it's just like I tend to feel that way as well. Just because I understand the reference doesn't make it funny. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, there's just a boo there. Like it's overloaded with like princess and another castle sort of jokes. And it's just like, hey, guys, boy, we're just like we're slamming on some like 2003 Newgrounds humor. But like the bottom of that barrel sort of stuff. And like this is 2022. This thing got released. Like, guys, come on, we can. We can we can aim a little higher than, yeah. than what we're getting here. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds like you said like there's almost like yeah that last like pass of like having like some some extra set of eyes like I'm I'm sure they had play testing or you know, yeah. more than that but like you know some extra set of like outside eyes being like I don't know about that let's tweak this let's hold like an editing pass yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know, or something like that whether it be polish or script or whatever you know I'll give a little bit of credit like there's both the top down and side scrolling sections of the game and stuff like that okay. and, you know yeah. They're trying to do, you know, they're trying to do something there. There's like a, a secondary ability that's like this dog that you can release. And it's basically like a projectile. And the other like catch about that is if you're near like a little dog door, it can go through that and kind of circle around a little maze that might be past the dog door and open a switch or something that opens a door. You know, there's there's some like interesting stuff that way. But then. That same button when you go to the side-scrolling mode is your jump button, and then you have to press kind of an awkward combination of of buttons to, like, get your dog to release otherwise. And it's just like, you know, there's more than these buttons here. You didn't use select for anything. Like, we couldn't have figured out a better way of, of going. So there's a lot of that sort of stuff, right? You know, it's just, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, too, there's sometimes a lot to live up to. I don't know how the packaging is and whatatnot, but it's like a lot really of these nice, homebrew things are, yeah, are done really nice. Yeah. And you open it up and you're kind of it's like building up your anticipation yeah. as you're and you wait for it to, you know, get shipped to you and everything. You're yeah. kind of like hyping it up in your head before it gets there. And, yes. You know, it's just like, ah, this is cool that it exists. But, yeah, you know, it's not like going to be one of my favorite NES games, you know. No, 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 it's it's not. And yeah, the, I'll say the packaging is kind of incredible. It's really well done. Uh, it's very professional uh, the packaging so you know and i'll see it through you know i don't want to sell it yet or anything like that i want to play through it because this is my resolution game and i could probably do that pretty quickly so i'll probably talk about it again you know maybe my opinions will evolve a little bit but some of that stuff okay i don't think is going away so okay what, what would you say the strongest suit of the game is so far up to this point um there's some cool, there's a little bit of cool, like, uh, some of, like, the cutscene work is not bad as far as some of the sprite work, I'll say. Okay. Um, the sprite work's pretty pretty decent. Um, yeah, like, even parts of the music are kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. You don't hear that very often out of the NES, but then it just gets hella repetitive, and then you're like, oh, right, right. Now, I'm, now I just want to get into another section because I'm sick of hearing this. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> It's hard right, to make well, games. <laughs> it is very yeah, hard to make seriously. games. It's very hard Especially to make Especially on games. retro hardware, you know? Yes, like, yeah, when not, you are not, already, not, like, like, actively limiting your abilities. Like. Yes, which credit where credit's due there. That's not, It's very yeah. much not an easy thing to do, even with Yeah, that, let alone make a game in general. Maker. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly, yeah. 
and cool that those tools, like you said, exist that people can like make a game on, you know, a, uh, I, you know, I think some of those tools, you don't even need to know how to program. Right. I don't know if that's the case with NES maker, but I think it is with like GB studio. For There's game a gajillion of those Game Boy games coming out because of that. And like I, I grabbed a first few of them. Like I can't buy all of these games. Yeah, <laughs> so you're like, you get in that mode me. of like, I need all the homebrew retro stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, no they're literally releasing these like regular games now. So yeah, yeah. you get, you got to be a little more choosy with them. Yeah. Big yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think we're going to close things out with a little uh, Pikmin chat this week. And it's actually kind of funny that you were talking about uh, those dog doors, Randall, because that's just a perfect tie into some of the stuff that I've been doing in Pikmin 4 lately. Nice. I've been playing Pikmin 4. John's been playing some Pikmin 2. Did we talk about that a little last time when we talked some Pikmin? I can't remember if you had started that yet, John. I don't know if I had. I think I had booted it up because I was late for the recording because I think, yeah, I, yeah. I think we like, like talked about how blurry day. it was or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I've been playing a bunch of not, I shouldn't say a bunch more cause yeah, I started working. So I've been like playing my evenings. That's actually been perfect to have like a game that I've been, you know, kind of what I was hoping tears of the kingdom would be. Pikmin has kind of filled that void of just like, okay, here's my game of just, I have nothing to do. I'm, yeah. And now that I've played enough of it, I'm kind of like thrown on a podcast unless I'm getting to a new zone. I kind cause mm-hmm. I still, I I'm loving this game every second of it. There are, there's a few moments where I'm like, ah, I kind of like you know, I'll be like 75% through a day. And I guess you can just end a day at any point in time yep. if you mm-hmm. want to. But I'm just kind of like in my head, I'm always like, I got to do the maximum amount of things I that know. you can do in a day. Yep. And then I'm like, but do I really want to go in another cave that has up to eight levels in it? Yeah, or, you know, maybe more. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and you can exit those at any time and then pick them up from where you left off or any floor that you've been to. So that's one of the things Ooh. I wanted to mention. So as I've been going into the caves, I, I got to one part. And for the most part in Pikmin, like, you know, you, you got to lose some Pikmin and, you know, you got to let some die and it is what it is. But I got down to this one cave and there was this like crazy big blob boss thing. And I was like, OK. And it was only halfway through the cave. So I was like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to I had a bunch of Pikmin. I'm, like, I'm going to chuck them all at this big blob. And all of a sudden it just starts rolling side to side, just squashing all my Pikmin. And it's just like, ah, ah, ah. I was like, no, I just lost. And I had some of my rock Pikmin, which oh. were not. Like up to this point, I mean, you can create them in like those bubble orb flower. I forget what they're called, but they're like those flowers that you can like create. Take one type of Pikmin and morph it into another oh, type with mm-hmm. those flower bulbs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I haven't found any of those. But one uh, one cool thing is you can send uh, Ochi to sniff out certain Pikmin type. Like you can send Ooh. it, send them to sniff out like oh. I want some ice Pikmin or I want some whatever Pikmin type you want. I don't think you can do the main three types because you can just find those in the wild or sure. create them with the little plants, Dime the flower, you know, number seeds or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm going to get some more. Anyways, this boss like wiped out like half my Pikmin. I was like, no, I was like, what do I do? I was like, it hasn't ended a day. Maybe I'll just shut off the game and start over the day oh. or whatever. And then I was like, I don't know. So then I ended up hitting the minus button on the controller, which kind of brings up like the menu where you can like end a day or whatever. And it actually, so one of the options I saw, which I didn't know was there, maybe I just missed it in the tutorial or the little notes they give you, like the little quick hints or tips they give you uh, on the loading screens or whatever. But uh, you can rewind time is one of the features. Now, you can't just like free flow rewind time on like some of these retro emulators or like Mm -hmm. on the Switch Online or whatever. Uh, But you can pretty much like pick, there's like one option. You can either stay where you're at or you can go back to like the start of that floor of the cave or if it's like something you've done prior to that. I can't remember what it was, but every time I went to it, I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's like the last thing I did. You can kind of like warp to like, oh, I didn't want to do those last things. Let me go back to that. And it like, to me, it just felt like so perfect. I don't know. Nice. It was just like, 
this is awesome. And then as I've been exploring, so now I'm kind of finding some throughout the game, you're kind of rescuing more. Um, and have you played any more of this at all, Randall, since last time we talked about it? No, I don't think so. No, I, I kind of put Tears of the Kingdom back in there. And then, you know, okay. 2K23 has to come into play. So, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll keep it mostly, you know, I'll still stay pretty spoiler free here. But like for eh. the most part, you're rescuing a bunch of like your your other crew members, which some of them are like kind of important crew members that are, you know, either the captain of the ship or the doctor who I just rescued recently. So now that I've rescued the doctor... I can go out on night missions. So that's the other kind of main thing I wanted to talk about, which obviously in all the previous Pikmin games, like that's like, you know, when the day timer ends, you got to like hightail it out of there. The monsters start going crazy. (laughs) So now in this one, there's almost like these like termite mounds that you go in at night. So now that you, there's also like, as you go through the game, there's like some of the caves will be like these Dandori battles. And occasionally the Dandori is kind of like yeah. this split screen, like two player mode almost where you're like battling against the computer. And I sort of wish that that wasn't split screen. It feels like it doesn't necessarily need to be like when you're playing it, even in the campaign, you're just like you're on the left, the computer's on the right. And it feels like you can kind of see the whole arena as it is. So yeah. I don't know why they do it that way. If you're playing two players, I get it, but Right. um because I think you can play that mode. You can yeah, go to the you can. battle and play two players. I don't know if there's an online battle, but you can definitely play locally. Yeah, right off like um, the beginning screen practically. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a whole like separate that. mode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is really cool that they kind of seem to have focused on like a multiplayer yeah. aspect of like this. Like a strategy. Anyways, yeah. versus yeah. experience. Yeah, like a real, t- yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like, and the battles are really fun. Like, you're really, you're kind of like, it's like a tug of war almost mm-hmm. at a lot of times. Like, they'll be like, oh, they have like three Pikmin carrying something back to their base. I'm going to whip five Pikmin yep. over there. And like, I now I have more. So they're all, they're helping me carry it to my tug base of war. now. Uh, but now you'll sometimes run into, I think they're calling these characters leaflings. So again, now that I've rescued the doctor, um, I can cure those leaflings, Ooh. which are sort of like a character and a Pikmin hybrid. It's like a, character sized person but they have like a leaf growing out of their head and they're like a different color kind of like almost look like a muppet almost yeah but then when you at night if you're able to rescue so you you get these glow pikmin at night they're the only type of pikmin that you can use at night oh and they uh i love it i love it so cool so they they're the only pikmin too that like as soon as they complete their task they just like teleport right back to your like squad immediately But it's real quick. So you basically have like a short amount of time to gather. There's like all these scattered gems that almost look like the star bits and like Mario Galaxy. Yeah. And I, wa- I almost wonder if there's like some kind of crossover there. Like they look a lot like that. Um, but you basically go gather those and every like few of those you gather, you get more glow Pikmin. And then however many you have left, you end up getting like glow seeds that then you can take into the daytime with you and use the glow Pikmin during day missions. I haven't fully explored what you can do with those yet. But like however many you have, you get like a certain like I think it's for every three you have, you get a seed or something like that. I haven't figured out the math on it. But anyways, like you're basically trying to protect that termite mound that the Pikmin are spawning out of. Like the beast will just start like pretty quickly start rushing that you get a few (laughs) minutes to just like gather as many Pikmin as you can. You can keep gathering more, but they pretty much like are on the attack, almost like the blood moon in in Breath of the Wild. I don't know if they do that in Tears of the Kingdom as well, but like like the enemies start going crazy. They start attacking. But then if you explore far enough, they call the I forget what the regular ones are called now, but the the fake ones are called trick knolls and uh, and the other ones, some kind of some other type of knoll. Um, but, um, you basically like, if you explore enough, the enemies will instead go for like these kind of decoy trick knolls, but you can also use those trick knolls for the Pikmin to gather the resources and bring it back 
to like they're all like kind of interconnected somehow. Oh. Pikmin's it's so such crazy. a good like, game. God, the very night good. mode. The night mode is almost its own separate kind of game mode. Essentially, it's amazing. Like not not as different as like Genshin. You know the new yeah. underwater stuff. Is sounds, there a but like time limit then? Like how, I'm trying to picture how that aspect of it works. Like it is a time limit. It's a much quicker time yeah. limit, and it actually so it it actually ends if you're able to kill all the creatures oh. on the map, or if the time runs out and you're okay. just able to protect it the whole time. And then if you are, you know, however you are able to complete it, you do get like this like glob of green jelly juice or whatever which then the doctor is able to turn into a cure and then cure the leafling if you've rescued any of the leaflings and then turn it back into one of the characters which sometimes will just be a random character but even those random characters that you rescue will all like if you talk to them in the hub world they'll give you like a new you can you can do a series of challenges to essentially like oh they're like this character is the one that is the dandori battle challenges and actually that actually lets you go back into some of the Dandori battles or the caves. You can like replay them from the hub world as opposed to going back to like the zones like or the the area and exploring and wasting like a day to go redo those and get right. a better score on them or something or whatever. Um I don't know. I, I've just been blown away with how much I've been loving this game. I got a new just unlocked a new area. Uh, I haven't been there yet, but I've kind of explored the first two pretty thoroughly. I'm at like 75 to 85 percent on both of those. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty much exactly where I was before. I love the music. It, I, it's amazing. The music's yeah. one of my favorite parts oh, of the game. Oh, it's great. Um, yeah, nothing negative to say about this game. I'm I'm still loving it. I didn't even say the thought about the transition about the dog door because like, in the <laughs> caves you can, like, you can send Ochi into some of these tunnels, which I didn't realize at first, but you can like. Separate oh, the party, like the tubes and go stuff? through the tunnel. Yeah, there's yeah. like these tubes. I yeah. didn't realize like they don't really have like a a dog or a bone or any kind of logo on them that yeah. I noticed. Anyways, I actually happened to notice it in one of the tips uh, on the loading screen, but I still didn't think that that's what they were talking about. I just happened to try it. Yeah, I think uh, I did time, it accidentally. Like, press a button on one of yeah, those. and I was like, oh, nice. I warped through here. Now I can get around the gate that I wasn't able to get around with Ochi or unlock. You know, rescue some Pikmin over there. I now have the ability. Uh, Ochi can now pluck Pikmin out of the ground. Like I've upgraded Ochi quite a bit. So many cool new items. I I love this game. I absolutely, this is like top 10% or game. It's Hell definitely yeah. my favorite Pikmin game and it might be my favorite game on the switch. I, I might go that far. It's Ooh. it's that good of a video game for, for me. Um, and now John's got me a little tempted to maybe pick up that Pikmin one and two, uh, physical collection that they're going to be releasing. Oh, oh. I didn't know that. I don't know, man. I, if you have it, if you it's, still it's, have it on GameCube, I'm gonna gonna say play it on GameCube. I, oh. you know what? I don't know if I do because I think I had the player's choice version, and I think I sold <sighs> it at some point because I was like, I can't have these yellow labels on my <laughs> shelf. The yellow spine, I need it to be all black label GameCube. That's games, right, you know? God. So I think I sold it along with Super Mario Sunshine. I think I can get that for a more reasonable price, but Pikmin Two, forget about it. I think that goes for a pretty penny these days on GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. One one thing that I was like thinking about when replaying 2 is that it feels like such a smaller game. And like yeah. I like that was really surprising where like it was a lot of as soon as like I started playing it I was like, "Oh, I only need to get like 10,000 gold or coins to like beat the game," quote unquote. Of like that is 
so tiny because you're getting like a hundred per item and oh, i was geez. like already like within like the second or third day it was like 20 percent of debt repaid and i was like good god like the, these <laughs> yeah. games were just so much smaller back then mm-hmm. and like yeah it, like but it never felt like it was small like there's still Mm-mm. tons of stuff to do and there's like but it was so much more reasonable to 100% a game back yes. in like 2004 yeah. or so. For real. <laughs> For real. Like, oh man. Uh, that was, it was a thing that like when I was started, started it back up again, I was like, oh, I like, I was thinking, I was like, I'm just going to play like, you know, a little bit and get my feet back into play, like the habit of playing Pikmin so that I can yep. move on to three and then four. But like now that yeah. I'm playing, I'm like, I could reasonably beat this game again. And you should. That was, like, something that I really was not planning on doing, but I'm like, I'm so close to it, I might as well. And, like, the other thing that struck me, and I'm assuming that it's probably a through line through four, is that I forgot how fucking funny this game is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so hilarious of, like, every interaction, like, you're getting, uh, the way that days end, you get emails from, like, the people who are back on your home planet, (laughs) and, like, all of it is just, like, the president of the corporation, like, sending you messages about how he's hiding underneath a bridge from the loan sharks, (laughs) (laughs) and he's asking you to please hurry up. (laughs) Just a great game. Wonderful universe. Love it. Every bit of it. Uh, yeah and it's it's cool to see then (laughs) yeah i i I gotta say yeah this one really with pikmin 4 they really nail like i they they perfect they took the foot off the gas like just enough where like there's still a lot going on there's like you can really separate your party a ton and you can in two a little bit too i think Mm -hmm. quite a bit but like between your main character and ochi you can really kind of split up oh yeah divvy up the tasks if you want to but you don't really need to. You Mm-mm. can just like ride on Ochi and go around and tackle stuff and just do stuff at your own pace. And that's like that's the one thing, even with with one, especially with one with that 30 day time limit always yeah. kind of looming over you. Like, I don't want to waste time doing anything stupid. Like I, anytime I'm not doing something productive feels like a waste, you know, where two kind of let the foot off the gas on that a little bit. Then yep. I felt like three kind of put it back on a little bit, not necessarily on the timer, but just with all the juggling and just too much going on in this game i feel like yeah just the fact that it lets you kind of play your own pace even at one point i can't remember if i talked about this last time but i like hit this little like i think i did about like the ice and the water and i was like nudging this like one piece like i i hit this thing into the water on accident that i was supposed to carry and then none of the pikmin could go into the water to pick it up and Mm -hmm. i was like oh no i can't now i broke the game i can't get the i can't 100 percent it now i'm never gonna be able to get this out of the water let unless i would have just waited five minutes to unlock the freaking water pikmin i sat there for like 20 minutes nudging it with ochi's dash and just like nudging it out of the water uh, on like a weird angle until i could get just enough red pikmin in there to pick it up uh, i can't remember if i mentioned that last time but it was so tedious and i was like why did i do that why do i'm such an idiot um i love how like tactic tactical i am on the very first floor of a cave and i'm like all right i'm gonna get everyone through this i'm going to only take the pikmin that i need for the specific element and i'm (laughs) i'm gonna do this with such surgical precision and by the final floor i have like 10 pikmin left and i'm like ah this is a nightmare (laughs) just get me out of here (laughs) get me out of here in one piece yeah (laughs) love it yeah it's all about the mission (laughs) <laughs> yeah 
I love that series so much. It's definitely, yeah. I, I think I am going to actually end up probably picking up that collection on Switch. I did look it up. It's 50 bucks, so one and two. They're doing it physically? Not a, not a steal, but yeah, they are doing it physically. I, I don't know if it's out yet, but too. knowing that I could have all four Pikmin on one console, even though yeah. I, I don't own three on there yet, I still got it only on the Wii U, and I still think it's probably best played there with that tablet because mm-hmm. I, I remember being able to just flat out draw right, you can for path, the characters. Yeah. So, oh, and, and to be fair, you can do that in Pikmin 4, like I was saying last time. You can like kind of not, you can't draw it. Maybe you can if it's on the touchscreen mode or if you're playing handheld, but you can just kind of pick a point on the map, press A, and you just kind of auto travel there. Yep. Um, and you can do that with both, you know, Ochi and your character individually. So, but it's nice it's, that like you can ride Ochi and Ochi makes you so much faster with traversal. I'd never felt the need to split and like oh my god i have so many things i have to do in this time limit so let me split up these two characters like no ochi's fast enough that like let's just go do the most important thing and then like oh shoot we still got a lot of time left let's just keep going yeah and ochi gives you the ability to jump too so a lot of times you need to be kind of teamed up to be able to jump up not super high but you can get up little lips that you otherwise can't so and smash his big old body into stuff yeah, yeah, I upgraded that. I, I keep, but every time I think like I'm like, all right, I'm maxed out on this, and then it's like, oh wait, we just added another like Ochi's maxed out. Not, nah, you're like, not yet. We got an extra max buff or whatever, and it's like just another tier of it. It's like, oh my god, mm-hmm. this is crazy. That's one thing I wait. I almost, I do wish that I could maybe reallocate some of the points I've spent on Ochi. Like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have leaned into that so hard because now the more expensive upgrades cost even more, and I'm like, now I. Noted. wish I would have had some of those other things, but I'm, I've already leaned into this, so I feel like I should just keep going that route. So, um, But yeah, Pikmin's the best. It's quality. Hope we get... No, I, don't, I, don't care. I don't even care if we get one more. I was going to say I hope we get one more, but I'm just happy, happy we got as many as we got. So. Yeah. yeah, baby. But uh, I don't know. Any more video games chit-chat tonight, guys, or wrap it up early here? Not That's it. Week. Yeah. <laughs> good deal, good deal. So, yeah. As always, uh, you can find us on the internet at PursuingPixels.com. And, uh, yeah, we're pretty much everywhere else on the internet. Just look up Pursuing Pixels. And uh, otherwise, yeah, we'll catch you next week. And until then, take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. It's not the same having to work all day and then come and do a podcast. No, it's not. (laughs) 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 Fucking fried. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Yep. All right. Here we go.